in truth, we all deserve a life of abundance where we serve others, where we feel financially supported, feeding our souls to feed ourselves. There are no exceptions. We all deserve this. Welcome to a Full Moon in Leo podcast. I am your host, Emily Schramm. I am just basking in the full moon in Leo. I have this big jug of water, which is so important to really get into when it comes to your water sources and where you're getting it, how it's filtered. We can do a whole podcast on this at some point. But my favorite thing about this van is that you really have to understand your water. (laughs) And so I have this big water jug and every time it's a full moon, I leave it outside And then before the sun comes out, I bring it in and I cover it up and I just start drinking this, this (laughs) supercharged water. So I have about three gallons of full moon and Leo water that I'm going to have probably in the next two days because I need that energy. We need that energy, this Leo energy, which I have talked about in so many ways with Leo, but it's like... Oh my God, thank you. If you are a Leo, thank you for sharing your heart. It is such a heart-focused energy. It's this lion heart. And so this big deep dive into what our heart is asking of us, what is not in alignment anymore, and also how to just caretake ourselves when we become more open and when we become brave and courageous and start tackling some of these things Even if we don't know exactly what they look like, if we're taking any sort of action, we have that protection of making sure we can stay open and strong and vulnerable without feeling as if we're going to just cower. (laughs) That visual is just like, how do we stay that big, beautiful self that we are? And that goes into the deep dive of herbs for the heart. And so... If you have not heard of motherwort, this is such an easy, beautiful plant that supports the heart. There's also, of course, hawthorn berry. Any sort of hawthorn tincture or motherwort tincture can be really, really wonderful. So that's what I've been herbalizing myself with is herbs that are going to keep my heart strong and then some yarrow to keep myself protected. It is a big ask right now of this full moon in Leo, which is really being clear about what it is that you are willing to fight for. And I had this download of this lion. If you watch lions and if you really just get into anything nature, right, you can really understand how they move and their their habits. And I keep seeing a lion, very Lion King-esque, at the top of a cliff looking out at territory, looking out at this kind of place, whether it is very wide and expansive or whether it's kind of a watering hole, there's these places that we ourselves see as our own and we must protect them. And that ferocity or ferociousness and tenacity and this ability to see it and really own that power of this is mine to protect and this is mine to to hold space and make sure that I am letting in what should come in and getting out what should get out and I'm staying true to that no matter what comes my way and that's a big thing right regardless of 
who you are and what you do, if we are living this human experience, the hope is, and this is my perception of living this human life, is that because we're so individual, we're so unique, we all have a skill set, we all have something to offer. What it is, is living an experience the way that we just live an experience, not seeking it out, just living. And because of our unique individuality, that process that we go through is unique to us. Therefore, when we experience it, we have a, a skill set that allows us to communicate that or share that in a way that might be helpful to others. And it's not all about service, but at the same time, we don't just live this life to live this life. Yes, we want to just break free in phase one, just learn how to be in joy and learn how to be ourselves and learn who we are and heal through self-awareness. But the deepest fulfillment comes from when we are taking that fulfillment and joy and moving it into how do I serve others. Most of us know this, that we feel a little, uh, we feel a little lost if there's not a purpose for what we are doing. If there's not an end goal or if there's not a true reciprocity of here are my gifts and here's this beautiful understanding and now I want to give this to the world (laughs) and I think that that's what's so beautiful about this time is that we get to see our own creative process and how it's unique to ourselves how it's individual how we are able no matter what you might think in this moment we are able to go through this human experience and offer something into the world because of that experience and give even if it's to our family or if it's into our work and our coworkers, just sharing our light and our love and our joy that's radical change and that is also something that we want to explore more of so I've been really understanding okay how do I step into this even more? What are the things that make me special? What's the things, what are the things that make me the most creative? How do I expand my creative capacity? And so my first metaphor that I wanted to share, I was in Point Arenas, which is Northern California in the middle of the most magical redwood forest. I mean, the redwoods here are just so powerful. They're just, they're so amazing. They're so big and you just want to hug all them. And I love them, the smell of it, everything. It's just this really beautiful, sacred energy. They've been around longer than anything I know. And it's this powerful, powerful stability and strength. And they are such an important part of the ecosystem. When I learn about trees I think about just, of course, how they hold biodiversity for the the plant life and around it and the, the birds and the bees and just holding, literally holding space for other nature <laughs> and other species to survive. But I've been learning about how it is actually trees that hold the water in our world. And so if we're worried about climate change and drought and water issues, We can't talk about water unless we talk about trees. And this was a huge statement that was said at the Eco Farm Conference I was just at where I was like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. 
water is held by these trees. So when we take out the trees, we're losing our supply of water and that's happening at a global scale. So I'm having an even deeper appreciation for the trees that I see and the trees that we drive by without them we do get into drought, we do get into scarcity. And so it's this deep appreciation for them in a way that I have never really experienced. And when I was at this farm in Point Arenas, there was one task. So my only task was to hedge a apple tree. And I, I really love apples. I, I think this is like a new epiphany in the last year and a half. When I was at the farm, I worked at last year in Occidental there was apple trees everywhere. And to have as many apples as I was having, I don't know if I've ever been that nourished. Like I felt so good just (laughs) eating apples, foraging apples. And I think as somebody who started very much with the macro nutrient, you know, calculator in my head of carbs, proteins, fats, apples were just a fruit that were a carb that was were a sugar and if you juice it it's straight sugar which is really hard for us to digest but at the same time like when you add the pectin and the fiber and you think about how healthy these these trees are and then pulling the apple right from that tree it was like oh my god these are like nourishing how have i ever taken for granted an apple and it's just these little layers that I'm unfolding of going to a grocery store and seeing what the sticker says on the apple. Where did this come from? Is it from a really, really far away place or is it from somewhere close by? And then getting to go to multiple orchards. I went to an orchard in Virginia with my friend Jaylene. His name is Joseph. He hosts this orchard and really understanding like these massive orchards and big supply production orchards to get the perfect apple to sit in the grocery store and look the certain way that it does where it looks really appealing to us usually involves a lot of toxic chemicals and so I have even a better appreciation for these wild shaped weird apples and you know anybody who has an apple tree you know this it's just like understanding the the beautiful fruit but back to this hedging the apple tree when I woke up on the farm, there was a hummingbird on the top of this tree. And so I knew something was going to happen with this tree because it was just sitting there looking at me. And then Farmer George asked me to hedge the tree. And when you hedge a tree or you're pruning, pruning something, you know, the whole idea is to take off in order to allow more to be produced. And this is something so simple, but just another metaphor of how much you actually have to take off. It was like cutting almost half the tree off. And when you're hedging it and you're cutting it and you're pruning it, you hesitate because you're like, am I really supposed to take all of this off? But the whole point is that we have to do a deep, deep cutting and cleansing and not just cord cutting, not just uh, thought stopping and pattern breaking, but just knowing that if we take off as much as we can so that that tree is able to feel like it can be supported, then the produce that it will produce, (laughs) that's funny, I never, the produce it will produce is going to be so much more abundant. And so everything that I've been cutting out and streamlining, it was like 
silly that I was holding on to it at all. It becomes really clear in perspective and in hindsight, wow, like that is <laughs> very easy for me to cut this. If I know in four months, five months, six months that it will produce way more apples that are way more juicy and way more flavorful. And I think that's what we struggle with because we don't see from four months, five months or six months it's why it's so hard to change our body or change our patterns and our habits is because we are such instantaneous creatures. We want results now and we don't think long-term, but we're shifting so we can think long-term. And the best practice for that is truthfully to continue to write, 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 write as much as you can so that in six months from now, you can see the progress. Because if you don't see it, then you assume it doesn't exist. So right now, if it's a full moon in Leo, in about six months, there will be a new moon in Leo. And we can understand how much has happened in those six months from what intentions we build right now. Or we can look six months ago and see what we did for the last new moon in Leo. And that's this beautiful pattern tracking that is such a skill set. We can observe. And if we live in one area... That's why these farmers are so magical to me because they are so observant. They're stewards of the land because they're just in it and they can see those patterns long term. But for us or for me, if I'm in a van and bouncing from place to place or I don't really have a habitat or I don't have like a literal territory like the lion is looking out on, then I have to build structure to figure out what that habitat and that that land is. You know, what is that for me? And using writing is such a powerful way to do that, that rattlesnake energy taking our thoughts and putting it onto paper and in that process it transforms so that felt really powerful for me as a human who is cutting 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 pruning 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 hedging 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 snipping it off and feeling really good about it you know not even thinking twice about it it just allowed me to just keep thinking the apple the apple the apple apple if i doubt it just go buy an apple and hopefully it's not from thousands of miles away and organic. (laughs) So it's not filled with pesticides. And then the other analogy and metaphor that came through that I wanted to share today was I was playing my ukulele. And it's so funny because I'm really not that great. And I'm not saying this because I'm self-deprecating. I'm I'm just generally, generally like, I just do it because it makes my heart so happy. It really is beluga medicine. And I'm saying these things like beluga and rattlesnake or if I say Impala, or if I say deer, I'm really referencing my bird quiz, which is a personality test I created with my amazing friend, Jennifer. You can take this on my website. It's just a fun way to understand who we are, where we are emotionally, and what medicine is best for us in this moment. And it changes and it adapts and we're a little bit of all of it. But with beluga medicine, this is like how do I tap into my crown chakra? The crown chakra, which is imagine a crown, like a king or queen, a crown on your head. And that crown could be super heavy. It could feel like it's weighing you down. Your posture is heavy. Your your neck starts to go forward. Our shoulders start to go forward. But then if we really understand what it means to be in our power and to feel connected. Imagine the most beautiful king or queen, shoulders back, standing tall with a crown on their head. And this crown 
is such a beautiful metaphor for connecting our physical body to the not physical. So the spiritual connection where we can actually see the beautiful things around us. And if I was to say with my small human knowledge that I have at 34 years old in this lifetime I'm in right now, the crown chakra is what is the most disconnected in our society for sure. I think we have many other things we could talk about with chakras, but if we have a crown chakra that is not connected and doesn't exist, we cannot see what is around us. So we feel isolated, we feel separated. And you know, those people that are always pointing to birds or trees and they see like, like they're just happy all the time. It's like when I am not pointing at birds or singing to birds or touching trees and touching plants and just in awe of the world around me, then that's my crown chakra. So I know I have to go focus on my crown chakra. And that's beluga medicine. So that's singing, that is jumping into water. It's just this like playful, powerful, how do I shift the heaviness into something that is so much bigger than myself? And thinking of that crown chakra has been really potent in making sure that I know that how I show up every day isn't just me and my humanness going through the motions. It's, I want to be a human living the most expansive experience possible. I will spend time and energy in my meditations to make sure that that crown chakra is open. And it's not, it's not going to be a good day if it's not. (laughs) And so finding support for that. So I'm playing my ukulele. That's one of my easiest ways to kind of open up that space. But I was noticing a little bit of this frustration of like, one, why am I not any better than I was a year ago? (laughs) Two, I'm playing the same notes and I want a different song. And so I forced my fingers to just find a couple more chords. And just in that action alone, by creating a new melody and just practicing that little melody, we know that when we try something new, it opens up our, our brain in a new way. We open up more creative space. And it was so instantaneous. As soon as I started to play a little bit of a different tune, all these downloads started to come through and I sang some weird songs on Instagram and it just felt like I was exploding with joy. And I noticed so many of us, this is just a good metaphor for the patterns and the stories that we're in, playing those three or four same chords and feeling a little dull and needing to move our fingers and force ourselves to try a different chord or a different song or a different melody because we've been singing the same song too many times. And sometimes it takes other people to be your mirror and reflect that to you and say, hey, can you play a different song? (laughs) And then sometimes it's just this deep curiosity that we can find in ourselves of like, I don't want to settle for this. I want to, I want to feel even more. I want more joy. I want more expansiveness. And then we, we get to that point where there's no other option. We must try something different. And we have that deep desire in ourselves. So either way that we get there, it, we, we just got to keep doing it. We got to keep trying it and trying something different and changing that story, which is 
a powerful thing to do. I mean, all of us are changing our story and we get to create our story, which is such a beautiful thing when we are in alignment. And I am just super grateful for those metaphors that helped me the last week or two move through some things, (laughs) continuing to move through things. And I had to share that was just so in my head and in my heart to share. And then the third and final thing that I felt like it was important to share is that I am hosting this fun free challenge. You can join anytime. It's the four dailies.com and there's four dailies, right? There, there's a lot of other things you can do and there's in the point tracker, a point number five that you can add and it can be variable because five is all about change, but there's daily herbs. So taking time to have some sort of connection with an herb, a flower essence, a tincture, a tea. I mean, it could be a plant that you smell. Like I just smelled a bunch of rose geranium. That's daily herbs, just incorporating these herbs into our life because regardless of if we fully understand them, they are supporting us and it's really beautiful. Even your house plant is your greatest ally. (laughs) It's so fun to like, it sounds crazy for some if you're not used to that relationship, but these are relationships. These plants are genuinely here to help us. And so daily herbs is just a way to say, okay, how do we recognize these plants and how they support us? And, and when we consume them and take them and are are around them comes back to that crown chakra, they show us more things. We can see more things regardless of what the plant is. We're able to connect into that feminine power and that beautiful mother earth energy even more. And I feel the biggest obstacle for many of us in this world that we're living in is staying too busy and moving too fast because that's just how we're trained and also what we do. But that also comes back to how much caffeine we consume. And for me, caffeine from plants is um, different than caffeine from coffee and coffee is a plant. So I'm, I'm not discrediting coffee. Coffee is a, one of the most powerful plants, if not the most powerful plant that exists. Think about its reach far and wide and our dependency on it. But if we are consuming a lot of caffeine, because when you sensitize yourself to it, when you have time off from caffeine and then you have it back into your life, Let's say that you just do matcha in the morning and then you have coffee maybe once or twice a month. Those times where you do actually have a caffeinated cup of coffee, you will be mind blown about what it does to your brain. And Michael Pollan talks about this. This is the industrial revolution. This is how it started. We became hyper productive and wildly good at detail and really clear at what we wanted and we had missions and we accomplished them. But that also keeps us very stuck in a logical, slightly dominant by masculine world. And there's no, you know, masculine and feminine energies that they're really, it doesn't matter. We need both. And duality is like, it doesn't exist. So it's hard to even just say that. But if we are constantly in this go, 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 schedule mode, which caffeine drastically pushes, pushes us into, we have a harder time feeling our emotion and just being still. And so that was another thing that came through when I 
uh, was doing this four dailies, the daily herbs, swapping your coffee for an herbal tea or a green tea. I'm using matcha. I have all of this, all of my favorites are linked if you join the challenge. And then daily water, which of course is now my full moon in Leo water. <laughs> and that's exciting because who knows what that's going to make me feel like in a couple days. And then it's daily peace, which is just 10 minutes, no phone, meditation practice. I have lots of options in the the resource that is provided for people in the challenge, a whole list from beautiful facilitators from breath work to guided meditations if you need something, but it really just means go on a walk without your phone. And then the final piece, which is daily minerals. And this is such an easy way to stabilize. So magnesium is the one mineral I feel we all need the most of because man, this, this is a powerful, powerful stabilizer. I just see it as grounding and stabilizing. It's supportive of our sleep, which is for our nervous system, the most stabilizing thing we can do. It's stabilizing for our brain. It's stabilizing for our cell function. It helps us with ATP production, which means the mitochondria that help us go round and help us be who we are. We have fuel for that and we can access a deeper sense of self. And that's a very energetic way of saying that we're very deficient in magnesium. So those four things together have been very stabilizing and very supportive. It's a very easy way for you to just kind of check in with yourself and see where you're at and start building a strong foundation. The four dailies.com is where you can find this. The magnesium that I have and I am in love with is called TriMag. If you haven't tried it, please use the uh, meathead hippie podcast discount code so it's meathead hippie for 15 percent off i would love to know what you think of it i love our reviews thank you so much for leaving the reviews that you do it's just like one of those things where you have it once and you feel the difference and then you have it consistently for a month and you really feel the difference and so make sure that that need is being met don't lack on your magnesium and Many magnesiums in the store are just laxatives. And so it's important to learn about the types of magnesium, which you can do if you go to the TriMag page, you can learn about the different types. And it's really, really fun to, to get nerdy on that type of stabilizing mineral fuel for your body and see what it can do for you. Oh, thank you for being here. I have such a beautiful adventure awaiting me. I just finished almost three and a half months in this van. My body is a little achy from driving. I have so many stories and things to share. And I am so thrilled because I have been asked to go to Mexico for a week. So I'm going to take some time to just get my body back in balance from all this driving and be in the hot sun in Mexico. And that feels like such a gift. I cannot get over and I'm so grateful for for that invite and I also want to invite you if you are called to it if you are picking up what I'm putting down there there are a few more spaces to a retreat that I myself and a few other incredible healer practitioners are hosting this is one of many so the link that is below is a great way to get your name on the list for future but we will be in Joshua Tree on March 3rd through March 5th. It is a very powerful, potent, and fun place for us to gather and have ceremony 
and do some deep dives in our healing, but also to just play and connect. And if you need sunshine, if you need sisterhood, if you need that in your life, which I think we all do, (laughs) uh, this is this is something that I would love for you to explore and see if it's a good fit for for you because this is something that I'm very called to do and I'm really excited about it. So all of that's linked below. You can also always email me support at emilyshram.com. Ask questions about supplements, about what you personally need. There's an open door for that support email that I would love to help you in any way that I can. I'm so honored to be in this lifetime with you and wherever you are I hope you are feeling nourished and stable and brave and courageous take that mother wart show your heart to the world and just go be the biggest brightest you you possibly can be all my love